to we are something else episode 111 sugar we're going down and we're back um cb's out tonight but we got a special guest co-host we got nikki carter in the house welcome to the show nikki well thank you thank you for joining us very last minute worries <laughs> uh nikki's gonna be just joining us tonight having a good time um shout out to cb who's taking a long need a vacation even though we just got back from vacation <laughs> but you know salute to you cb e rich was good brother uh ain't nothing you know just uh enjoying the uh you know the sunny california weather as usual you know what i mean um other than that man listen just glad to be this was a real long week of work so uh i know we usually do these on thursdays but here we are friday so um happy that nikki's on with us and we're gonna have a good time absolutely and i I feel like thursdays seem to come a little faster just shows you how long it takes to get to friday because it seems like it's been forever since we did last week's show i don't know maybe it's been a long week in general uh, shout out! Look, shout out to the the lemon pepper shirts. Look, I see you representing. <laughs> that. I finally got mine in, so uh, I got I got CBs right here. So, uh, yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, so you you said a lot about California, and we we got a couple of things I'm gonna talk about in California. But uh, other than that, Nikki, uh, tell us a little bit about about yourself. You know, um, just just give us a quick background. It don't have to be anything long. Just who are you? My name is Nikki Carter. I'm from the Washington, D.C., PG County area. I'm also right. a DJ. My DJ name is DJ23. I am a lover of all sports Washington, D.C. I'm a lover of sneakerhead. There I'm we go. Head, like all of those things. I love to have fun. Um, I'm into physical security and cybersecurity, and I'm glad to be here. That's the oh. thing. Look, look. 
I hit Nikki this morning. It and we, we uh, me and the fellas had talked about it for a while now. Like, look, we these this is we had a list a couple of guests that we wanted on, and I it just finally this morning I was like, look, let me just hit her up and see, you know, if she's interested at all and when, and then it when turned into today. We're like, oh well, that's perfect. So uh thank you for joining us tonight. But um E, uh let's let's just start with this. Let's let's get this one out the way because I don't want anything to break down in the other story. So look, let's wrap. Let me, let me put you right. There we go. So this week, uh, California had something uh, big going on in the in the state. Uh, was this was this Governor E? Yeah. Okay. So um, this. Uh, hmm, I'm gonna be nice tonight. This black gentleman right here. Nah. Uh, no. 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 You don't. You, don't mean. No. Don't be nice. Don't be nice. No. Nah. So this. Uncle Tom, is that good? Clown, clown, this, like all the words Coon. you could think, all the all the ones you could think of is that's what Sambo, is. all the okay, all that good. Stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. so this nigga right here, um, <laughs> in California, uh, don't let the color fool you because all all kinfolk ain't kinfolk, right? So this dude right here, he's ran for we said governor, but it was a a, a recount race, right? Because what's the what's the current guy that that actually ended up winning again? Newsom, Newsom, that's Newsom. what it was. So, um, and they just decided they wanted to recount just for no apparent reason, right? He he had won the first vote kind of decisive, but they decided they wanted to just a recount on this guy's seat. Uh, and so then um, this guy right here, I guess they're trying to build him up. Uh, he's, again, <sighs> he's a clown. But I was telling Nikki earlier, he's kind of like the double-edged sword guy, right? You know, he wants to claim that he's from... Kylie from LA or whatever, and he was there and just to get the black vote. But then he's also the same guy who said that, you know, George Zimmerman killing Trayvon was justified. Like he wouldn't try that case. Mm-hmm. So he, he's a um, he's a uh, definitely Uncle Tom, and he's he's kind of like one of the worst ones out there because he'll use you to get your vote, and then when he doesn't need you anymore, I mean, he, he's kind of for you and against you at the same time. He. What's the pulse out in Cali? What how how did this how did this go this week? I mean, you know, everybody knew they had to get to the polls and do what we wanted, you know, what we needed to get done. Um, we definitely didn't want that clown in there. And there was a bunch of other clowns on that ballot that, you know, um had that been the case. But and don't don't get me wrong, you know, Newsom is not, you know, he's not the best, but you know, you we at this point in time in politics, what's the thing that we've always been saying, right? Is that you know, we're looking for the lesser of the evils, right? right. And and that's exactly what we got. Um, you know, dealing with um, dealing with that clown over there in, that, in the corner, like, understand, man. You know, the fact that you're gonna claim, you know, you from South Central, and then you're gonna turn around and then tell people that the slave owners should get their property back because of because after slavery was taken out like come on now dog. like th- nothing in it, it nothing that comes out of this dude's mouth is even worth you know that's why it, it was it uh, he was walking somewhere had to have security chick almost egged him in the head you know what i'm saying and his security didn't even do much you know just they kind of looked and i'm like damn like that's what you can afford bro like <laughs> you ain't gonna make it because it just it, it just like i said man his his whole mentality is warped into believing that he can rope, kind of walk a tightrope and be on both sides at the same time and, and still feel like it's going to benefit him. Uh, right. But he's, he's got too many closets and uh, too many skeletons in the closet out here for us to let that go down. So Right, right. And 
was also historic about this recount. Wasn't was Caitlyn Jenner in the um in the race too? Yep. How how did she do? She got like one percent. Oh. And then had like a uh weird like you know that everybody has a speech that when that didn't win. Concession speech. I saw that. It was it was it was eerie to be honest with you because I was just she she went full Bruce (laughs) in the concession. (laughs) Didn't know He ain't lying, but that's what it was because it was like it was in that moment you just almost kind of like switched and be like, "Who am I listening to?" Like, yeah, it's like you know, you the interview black, uh, the interview white voice, and then when you clock out, straight to the black voice. And so if you haven't seen it, no, it's it's all over Instagram. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not joking there. This is dead serious. Um, shout out to but, the LGBT community. You know, shout out to the LGBT. Look. Shout out. It's funny though. This shit is funny. It is. Look, hey. I'm just look. <laughs> it was I don't know if it was if 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 she thought she could win off the popularity because this was her first real stance in politics. So and that can and, and when you play with that can be kind of dangerous too. Because if, if we're going if you're taking position to an office position to lead a state or lead any lead be a leader and you don't have any of this experience. I mean, we just seen what what happened for four years here, and then you just you're just basing it off of a name, and that, that's just this kind of one of the dangerous types of politics to play, because what are your policies? Where you you know what what do, where you don't have any stances because this is your first stand. And you know what's honest too is that not only in politics but the world is not even ready for a woman to lead. If you be honest. So let alone for a transgender woman to lead. So her uphill battle um, was already crazy. But on top of that, with no experience. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, our vice president, Madam Vice President, I, I mean, it, it, we're getting close. Yeah, we are. We're getting close. And be surprisingly, and it may be just because I've kind of ducked off of CNN or kind of news for a while, just because it's the same thing everywhere. And I, I checked the, the local news. I watched that for about an hour in the morning. Then after that, I cut it off because it's all repetitive. And if something major happens, I'm going to get pinged on my phone to a story that I need to check out, right? That's just how it works. Because the, the news is nothing but it just programs you to... It's all, it's all negative. Like there, There's no real good, feel-good story. So if it's not about politics, it's not about you know what the police are doing, if it's not about... you know. Black people killing eight year olds in DC. Yeah, it's uh, it then it's what is it about? And then now, oh, now football sprinkled in there. It's just it's the same repetitive stuff. I can't I can't be programmed that way. I'm tired of being programmed that way, especially since I'm still you know my company we're still quarantined, so I'm still working from home. So it's the same. I, I can I can just listen to Skip and Shannon all day long and then and work it out from there. But that's how the news programs you, right? So. It to me, my point was, it just seems like we don't get as much um, Kamala Harris updates as we did with Pence, right? Yeah. You know, it, like a lot of her news is, it's because obviously she did, she's doing something wrong. She's doing something that you know that's negative attention, no positive stuff. But it felt like we got a lot of Pence stuff when when that that party was in office. Well, you but, know, they created him as a fall guy anyway. You know what I mean? Like they. The, the the whole the whole aspect of that is that 
you know, we already knew what we was getting with the with the clown, right? The head clown in charge. Right. The 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 sediment was that if something were to happen, Pence was always gonna be the guy that was gonna take the blame for it and just kind of side, you know, kind of be the be the the first man to jump in front of that bullet when nobody was ever gonna be the first one, right? Right. Um but even think about it, right? Like going back to the, you know, to the elections out here for for governor. Um, I think I, when I read today that Canada is having the same issue where politics now have gotten to being more, you know, about your celebrity status than it is the actual position of where you are with the, you know, with politics. Right. right. And of course, our dumbass had to be the one to set that, you know, set that trend, mm-hmm. you know, but that started even way back with like local states. Right. You know right. what I mean? It's like, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm hmm. You know, I mean, it is what it is. So, you know, right. you just kind of get into that mode. It's, it's a dangerous game to play. And I think, you know, they saw how bad those four years were. They they, they didn't want to go back Look, down that route. I'm, and, and another type of dangerous politics is to play is to vote for somebody because you just don't want the other person to win. I mean, that's how we got Trump, right? I mean, that... that <laughs> Hold on, that's how we got Biden for me. Uh, uh, that was that was my point. I was getting to. I, Biden <laughs> isn't the best candidate. No, but damn it, he, it's it's look. We're in the middle of a rebuild for politics. This is like that that's that first or second year when the coach takes over a team. We're like, look, we, we're not expecting Super Bowl this year, but just put them pieces in place. So if, when the next guy comes in, or at least the, the run in a couple of years, we can make a serious run at it. That's all this is. <laughs> and the, the only bright spot about this to me was Kamala Harris. Yeah, that's true. That was the only bright spot. That's right. And true. so, one, and and go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. About Biden, one thing that Biden has been speaking about that I'm I'm happy that I hope they really put forth because I'm sure y'all can relate to me. But Biden has been talking a lot about rich people now paying their share in taxes. I, like I don't know that. about y'all, but when I look at how much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, listen, I'm you, it's criminal. It is criminal how much they take out of middle class. Oh yeah, like out of our taxes is is really rape. Because like if you make a hundred thousand, you really only make like seventy thousand. Sometimes like sixty five thousand. Imagine for a person that make fifty five thousand dollars that they really only bring home forty thousand. How much more they can afford if you don't take as much taxes out and you got people, you know. Like my man that owns Amazon, not paying taxes at all. That's crazy. crazy. My man is building. He's going to the moon. He's just going out of space. That's that's when you know you have a lot of money. Just yeah, just send me out of space. Yeah, he but uh, that was a, that's a very good point. Which makes me like, how do people? I always talk about this. How employees of Chick Fil A stay so happy if they're taking all this taxes from the people? Who, like how are these people always happy? Anyways. D.C. has an interesting race because Red Grant is running for mayor. Uh, e, I don't know if you remember who Red Grant is. He's a comedian, famous, kind of mid-tier opener comedian. Um, he's actually making a, a serious run for mayor here in D.C. Um, it be interesting to see how far he gets, again, because you his, his status of who he is coming into this, does is that enough to stand on to get you there? But we, we've kind of gone way over into politics. Let's talk about some, some happy stuff. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So finally, last week, over the, it's been in works for the last past month or so. Mm-hmm. We finally got Aaliyah music back. Well, streaming, period. And it's finally here. And I can't tell you how how much I think the world or the music industry needs Aaliyah. Now, if there's always YouTube. 
right? Or if you, you know, went to Circuit City or Best Buy or whatever, and you bought, you got your Aaliyah CD still there, but now the world is streaming, right? So there's probably a lot of people who don't know who Aaliyah is that probably should know. Yeah. But just the time, like I, I started, because um, One in a Million was an amazing record, right? Mm-hmm. And you, you listen to that and just hear just classic music from Timbaland to Missy to Genuine is was part of that click back then. And then to the the title the self-titled Aaliyah album, um, which was her final album, just good music. And I'm I'm glad that it's here. I I don't understand. Well, the story was uh Blackground Records, I can't I think that's the name of it. Her mm-hmm. uncle owned the label and he owned the rights to her music, Tank's music, Timbaland and Magoo. Yep. Which thank God finally I've been you know how classic Timbaland and Magoo's first album was? Very classic. Like I've been listening to all of that. Like so that alone, and finally, like like these that's that's why it's important to own your royalties because these artists haven't been eating off of their music because it's been locked away in a vault and they probably can, can perform it live, but who's who's touring? Mm-hmm. Right? So now everything is based off of streams. Um but anyway, so the, the uncle owned the music. The label went under, and I think this is the resurgence of the label. So this is kind of his way back in by releasing all these catalogs. Um, but Aaliyah had her parents, and I think that the the parents and the uncle are aren't seeing eye to eye because the mother came out, or at least the the state came out and said, "No, we're not for this music coming out. Um, it's not going to happen." But then it happened. So, I, and I, I don't know why, you know. They wouldn't want it to come out. I mean, and in her memory, at least put the music out. This how great their music was. So, have you guys missed Aaliyah? Have you have you been listening? What? Yeah. Are you are you? These aren't. I, I don't. You know, Nikki's probably young. You know, so all of us on here should be young enough to know who Aaliyah is. But you yeah. know, I, you got to think about it, man. We've we've missed the music because of how great she was when she was around. Um, it was She's always been in that conversation of imagine where she would have been at had she still been around. Like Kind of like the same talk that we have about Pac, right? How the music was transitioning was into, into something else. She was doing bigger. movies. You know, she was, she was, she was going to become something bigger, which was, if you think about it, both of them and whoever else that was, still would have been around would create more of a platform Th- those avenues, those doors would have been opened up for a lot more of the artists that are here today that had to then kind of create it and kind of get it from the mud, the different way, you know what I mean? So, uh, but yeah, you talk about her music. I mean, I, I, no problem saying I fanboyed out of that shit when it, as soon as 11 PM dropped, I was already downloading that shit and listening to it as if I was back in the nineties. Like you, you went to go to the CD store and picked it up and you listened to the whole entire seat. Like you never skipped the song. You just let that whole thing ride and you fuck around and realize it's, it's bedtime. You got to go to work tomorrow, but you like, it was worth it. You know what I'm saying? Because you listened to some music that had, you know, yeah, you had that nostalgia feel, but more importantly, like you, you kind of knew, you kind of watched her grow up, you know, in that moment. So you kind of were around that music when it was happening. Yeah. Um, I remember like listening, going back and listening to each album from ages, age ain't nothing but a number to Aaliyah. Like to listen now at my 40, AKA 21 years old, y'all, I'm 21. 
But to go back and listen, I can literally remember how I felt and where I was when I was listening to that music. And the crazy thing is, is that I look at the evolution of Aaliyah from where she was as an artist at AJ Nothing But A Number. Absolutely. Was at Aaliyah. And I remember I was like, man, like she had grown so much. And when they took her away, like, guys, I cried like a baby. Like, I was and not okay. Look, and, and I think September 11th, and where were you? Well, when Pac died, Biggie died, and Aaliyah is amongst that conversation. Yeah. I was sitting out front of my house. It was like maybe 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. And this is when, you know, PGC and all that, that was the, the station we would go to because they played the music we want. Now, you know, 102.3, you know, the old older station is kind of what we want to hear. But I remember they were doing the live club, you know, radio cast. And it was either Flex, whatever the big uh, the big DJ was at the time. Probably was Flex. He stopped and broke the uh, the news that Leah passed away in a plane crash. And I was, like, devastated. Like, that's what, and that's why, to this day, it's still hard to listen to the Leah album. Because you know that how great that album is where the next one would have gone, but it just comes to a dead stop. And then that's when MTV's, you know, making the video was huge. They documented all of like these last days and hours of her life on MTV because she was making the Rock the Boat video. Uh-huh. And you just like, why? And then like Romeo Must Die was, did that come out before she passed or is that, or did that come out afterwards? I know Queen of the Dam came out afterwards, but you see Romeo almost died and just know where she was getting ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like that was, man, it's still, still tough to, to, to just fathom that. Just, she would have been what in late forties by now. So interesting. When she, I think she would have been more of a, a, definitely a mogul. She would have been in that, that ice cube realm of directing probably ownership of, you know, whatever. Cause that she was just becoming bigger than music at that point. Yeah. Like Rihanna, probably, like honestly. Exactly. So, like, she kind of gave the Beyonce's, the Rihanna's, like, those different types of outside of music type of vibes. Like, this, we're bigger and we can do more than this. Mm-hmm. Um, is it awkward. Can I, can I say one more thing about Go for it. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, was it awkward now for y'all to see AJ number, AJ nothing but a number? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The yep. covered, like, did you pay attention to that? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what uh, let, let, we can get that's that we can dive into that because as, that's as, it's like that moment where you need that alternate cover, like, they shot another one, like, or, <laughs> or, just, or, or, or like the CD. Because remember, the CD, like, the back cover would be a different picture, it, right? Yeah. So you would flip it over. There had to be alternate <laughs> photos from that photo shoot, it wasn't just one. Well, hell, knowing how controlling that person was, it may have only been one photo. Yeah, but yeah. How mm, that, that, and that's and that, that's another part of like her legacy. I mean, that this is who. I mean, thank God she had kind of with the second album, the movies, and then the third album, kind of gotten away from that. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine now? Like all that is brought back up. Like you know, I'm hearing like some crazy stories that people are testifying about that involved her and this is like you know this is one of the main things her, her parents didn't want her name or legacy being dragged through the mud or just being brought back up and you got enough on this dude to where you don't need to even mention her honestly right 
But I think it's important too because it brings up even though it's pain for the family. With the with the family don't realize is by them being selfish with her. Um, not only can like people artists not learn from her greatness and try to recreate that and make something different, they also can't learn from the inside things in the industry that happened. That's been happening since if you saw the uh, Aretha Franklin movie. That's been happening since before time. As far Absolutely. as I call it molestation, but older guys messing with. Oh yeah. You it's know, the gatekeepers. Yeah. So access. I, yeah, you know, the conversation is important. So I, I wish her family would see that part of it, even though I know it hurts, you know. And you know, the the women's gymnastic team, uh, the, they're testifying to testify to Congress this week. You know, that that takes courage too, because that um but Nasser, I think that's his name. Yeah, the guy that was the 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 doctor for you know all the top gymnasts or whatever gym that was, the camp it, for them getting ready to go to the Olympics. Um, you know, that's deep too. Like you hear these stories, like, like the, the fact that there are that exists out there is ridiculous. But these, you know, these women are coming forth and, and telling their stories. I mean, that, like you said, this will set precedence or give people confidence that they may not have the spotlight of being a gymnast or being a musician. Mm-hmm. You know, these people are telling their stories and being brave. So, Exactly. Go ahead, E. You like to get something to say? Nah, I was gonna take it even a step further. Um, because I remember Ma Dukes was uh, she had asked me, you know, moms don't she she always be trying to remember names and you know who I'm talking about. You know, they always say that. You be like, no, I don't. Like, I need some more <laughs> context. Like, I don't. Know. We I'm never supposed know. to know. We right? never know. Right. But no. So she was she was saying, uh, you know, he uh he was dating Aaliyah back in the day, and I'm thinking like, well, I know she's not talking about the guy that's 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 currently behind bars. She's talking about Dame, and I'm just thinking like the damage that Dame went through for that whole entire situation. Um, and you just think about like how that shaped his career after that happened, right? Like he, I think he he went on like a complete war path of just not being himself. And if you imagine them two together, like you kind of have that idea of like where that could have went. Just the fact of his mindset of you know, we got to keep it in our own and we do it ourselves. And just the fact that she was building her brand the way that she was like, that would have just been a dope. Um, and, and people still kind of, you look at Dame now and you'd be like, damn, how is he messing with the Leah? But then you, when you, if you go back and look at that same time when they were around each other, you can, it, it looked like they were supposed to be together just based upon how happy both of them were. And it's, it's tough. You know what I mean? When you get into that aspect of like, how many layers of this when you peel back as far as like the the downfall and the fallout of what happened just from her passing. Yeah. Right. And I was I was shocked to even find out that they were together. Like I didn't I didn't know that until it broke right when um that whole uh video shoot was going out like the the rock the boat video because they I guess she was talking to him on the phone and then simultaneously when they were doing the documentary they were interviewing him back in New York and they just pasted it all together that you know she went. She was going back to to see him and to be with him. Yeah, she was. She was done, and she she was done with recording. Was ready to get up out of there. Yep, I think. Um, I think she would have eventually though he evolved even more and outgrew Dame because even now Dame like I respect him as a businessman like that part of him I respect, but some things about his. I don't know. I think she would eventually outgrow him. I'll just leave it there. Um, because there's some things that he haven't changed and haven't grown and, and matured with. So okay. um, I'll give you I'll give you that, but I'll I'll raise you, I'll raise you. I think it would have been her being with him 
that would, that would have, have changed that would have, him. That would have got him to to learn and understand. Because if you under like that's why I said Dame was, and if you will use the word tame that we saw, right? But you can tell that he had a different stance, a different kind of aura about him around her. That she had that kind of you know that calming factor. Whereas I feel like that's why once she was gone, he didn't have that to kind of lean on. It was just everything was you have to be you know uh, alpha all the time you have to be the dog where she was probably that one was like there's a there's a way that you can do this and and get it done in a different direction and i feel like he took from that because if you looked at the way that he was and the way he talks about her you don't see that in dame and nothing else not even when he talks about jay before the breakup bigs like none of that like his his conversations when she was around are different when she was gone and i feel like she would have been the thing that would have helped mold him into what Again, that whole mogul, that whole we we got this, we running this whole industry. You know what I mean? Would have been, yeah. And she had that personality because you think about it, everybody fell in love with her. Timberland admit that he was in love with her. Let's be real, Missy Elliott probably was in love with her. If you be real about it, like everybody was in love. With X DMX, yeah. And her and her and DMX's relationship was completely like it was like the, the good versus evil kind of thing. But they were like really good friends. I mean. And they had um, back in one piece. <laughs> yeah, that's all. I mean, that, that's finally out too because that was on the, the Romeo Must Die soundtrack, which was on that label. That's out too. So like they, yeah, I, I don't know. I want to say that maybe Dame would have changed, and I think the result of what we got from Dame was just the result of her death. I mean, because I mean, it, for that to happen, I mean, one. You know that made. I don't want to speak for anybody, but it's just like if you if you sit there and think about it, like she rushed back, and ultimately it was a bad decision that led to her death. Right mm-hmm. now, all you had to do, you know, in his mind, he may think, you know, just stay. If you would have stayed another day or whatever long the plane would have been the right plane would have been there the right p- p- pilot would you know that kind of pl- that could play in somebody's psyche so i don't know Do you just, so, so you haven't heard you haven't heard his recent interview no so his recent interview he talked about how he told her not to go and actually the plane that she was supposed to be on left before and that was the one that she was supposed to use but the dude there was somebody else who ended up using that private that that private jet which had her on a plane that was not suitable for everything that she was bringing, the, all the people that she was bringing back. Nor so the Dame, pilot. Right. So Dame even said, he was like, I've been, he said it took him a while because he blamed the guy that kind of bullied his way of getting off the island first was the actual plane that she was supposed to be on because he raised so much of a rift. And then the fact that he was telling her, don't worry, you can come tomorrow. You don't have to come right away. So that's why, like, recently, you got to go li- – I forgot where it was at, but that's what Moms was telling me and how it took him a while and said that he hadn't got over the fact that he had been trying to stress to her, like, don't worry, like, you can come the next day. And she was like, I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait. Like, I got this and this. When I come back, I want to see you, but I also have this and this that I have set up. And he was trying to tell her, let it be here tomorrow. Like, just just, just They got to wait on you. They waiting on you. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's still a touchy subject. It is. I get emotional thinking about it. I oh, no, no. Seriously. Seriously. Um, where are we at? Uh, okay. So, Tuesday night. Was that Tuesday? Tuesday night. 
we got Fat Joe versus Ja Rule. Mm-hmm. Um, and I admit, I, surface level, I slept on the verses because I was like, oh, well, I, I let 50 Cent dictate how I thought about this battle. <laughs> Let's talk about it. And, and that's, that's, that's real because yeah. I met a lot of people have think about Ja Rule through the eyes of 50 Cent these days. I mean, that's then that's real. And somebody even brought that up on social media. Like Ja Rule can't get past what fit the what 50 did to him. That's 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 the perception people have of him. So that's why I think oh Fat Joe's gonna dance around. Fat Joe has the, the bigger records. I mean Lean Back was on top for what 40 plus weeks. Then you I mean so I've got a couple of different points why I slept on Ja Rule. Uh, let, let's, let's let's go into the the setting right here. Okay, so I thought I thought Joe would kind of I knew Rule had hits. Let's be honest. Um, Rule wasn't no slouch, but Rule did go from the holla hollas to a lot of the the classic lady records with Ashanti. He had the little mo hits, um, which again big songs, but I felt Joe had the bigger records. Lean back. At any any point in time, Joe can drop a record that gets played on the radio consistently to this day, right? And then Rule only has a pocket of hits from '99 to 2003. There's nothing past 2003 you're playing for Ja Rule, but you forget how many songs he gave you. Gave you a strong twenty within th- that frame of time. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I was about to say. It's in those little bit of years he kills fat shows, like in honesty. Fifty Cent is a savage, but one thing I was <laughs> he is, he is like fifty is. I, I, I dirty. Slept on Ja Rule for like what he contributed to the culture and to the music Absolutely. industry on this time of being hot. And that was before the verses for me. I don't know, but I'm a music head and being a DJ, like you can drop you can laugh at that stuff, but like, say, if you're in a party, like, you can drop that stuff. You're like, oh, shocks, I remember. Like, come on now. Like, Ja Rule, they had, he had guys in there singing a Shanti hook to those I, songs. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Without, without question. But like you said, it's that, that in that time frame, like, it's almost like that moment of honesty. You knew that you was, because that's what it was. Like, he had the chokehold on the industry for the the r&b kind of hip-hop you know collaboration of a song that was catchy that was the whole nine you know um i my thing is this and and i think that's the different part of it right is but john had a couple of things that worked against him right and the reason why i say that other than 50 is everybody had already ruled him off just because he almost damn near was trying to be a carbon copy of Pac. I was getting ready to say that that had started the. Let's not forget that um, uh, what's his name? Uh, he beefed with Fifty. I mean, with Eminem and Busta Rhymes too. So you know, for me, I think you know, and and again, when you know, like Nicky said, like if you're a, a real music buff, right? You look at all aspects and not just. That one that was like you said, fifties a savage. But look at his, look at what was down the line. You know what I mean? He praised the whole kind of pock, you know, kind of vibe from the, you know, uh, no shirt tattoos, you know, bald head, you know, with the the bandana. You know, it was almost like I said, it was a carbon copy of it. You know, uh, that a lot of it turned some people off. 
And I think when it turned him off, he went into that R&B bag and kind of copped that that hip hop, you know, more so than that hard rap kind of era. And that's what what the what the um, draw is, because Murder, Inc. was also, let's just be honest, was, you know, claiming themselves as being the East Coast death row. You know what I'm saying? Like as successful as Murder Inc. has been, and like the hits that they have, we kind of see them and like them as corny. I don't know about y'all, but some of them, yes, like corny. And for me, Jaru, it wasn't it wasn't Tupac for me, minus the visual. It was DMX for me, like the raspy voice of it. And for me, as a music fan, when I got off of Jaru, I'm gonna be honest with you, is when Fifty exposed him because that's what he did. 50 exposed him. Told you. Like for me, when I want to be a fan of you, I want to kind of know that you are authentically that person. Like DMX was with you. Like the people that I like in the legends, like that's who they was. Like, like yep. Biggie, that's who he was. Pac, that's who he was. So to find out that Ja Rule wasn't that dude and you was really a corny little dude that 50 exposed <laughs> you. So I'm like, oh man, next. So, right. you know. I, was like, I mean, that's and that's the art of the battle, right? Like he got I remember on the one of the little the diss songs that Rule did talking about M and 50 or whatever, uh and M's daughter, he was just saying that I'm the closest thing to Pac, you know, me and Pac with it, Pac was still here, we'd be riding together. That that kind of like that kind of stuff started playing in his head. I'm like, yo, you crazy. Like, you know, that I mean, yes, after 50 exposed him, this is all what came down to it. But like <laughs> <laughs> this is I still say, I still say that to me, to me, Joe has the bigger records. Rule had probably the consistent records of just that pocket, though. But come on, Joe can. Joe had anthems. Joe, and, Joe again, yeah. Joe, Lean Joe, back is Joe's still being anthems. played. And. Well, and that's the thing, though. That's like what we talked about before and about the verses. Remember, we talked about like Khaled, right? All of them creating what you consider an anthem that can be that that has a longevity because it's an anthem. But you have multiple artists you have that carry the song, right? And you have the beat. Joe's Joe's lyrics really kind of came later on in the game when everybody when when after Pun died. Joe had to get better at his lyrics because he knew that he couldn't be just the sidekick that would kick, you know, just a, you know, a subtle 16 and then that would be it. Like he had to get better. Um, like that's what we talked about. Cool and Dre, you know, all of his producers that had to kind of bring it out of him. Um, it, it just, again, I, I always, we had this conversation. I think versus has to be a little bit more, and I know it's, it's, it's organic, but I feel like it's gotta be a little bit more kind of based upon, you know, you can't play a party song and then the next dude plays like the most hood song ever. But did you know that everybody is in the hood song moment? You know what I mean? They go be like, you know, like you said, you you do 50. And as soon as you play in the, you know, you can play in the club. That's a party song. Now, if whoever's battling him can't go and play, you know, the most hood song ever, because now you're like, you're trying to play off of, well, what was yeah. I feeling at the time? Well, the party song was is always going to be, you know, legit. So, you right, know, that's the... That's the art of the battle, art of knowing, you know, doing your research. So if, if Joe or whoever, if you know Joe's getting ready to play, um, I keep saying lean back. He's gonna play, you gotta you gotta know what to, to go against. Like that's how uh the locks <laughs> that's how the locks got dipset. True. 
I know why you keep saying lean back. That's why, to me, Joe should have never got in the ring with Ja Rule, if I'm being honest with you. Like, because of the time, like, that's all you can think about. And lean back, like, that beat alone. Like, I don't even have to hear Joe. When that beat come on, as a DJ, as soon as I drop that beat, before you hear his mouth, literally, you know what I'm saying? Like, you start grooving. You say lean back because that's what you think of Ja Rule during that short period of time. He was so successful, people forgot because that's how savage 50 Cent was. We never saw nobody go in the way 50 Cent went in on that man. Let's be honest with you. That lets you know, like, listen, think about it. That lets you know how strong Jay-Z is because technically, like, Nas, <laughs> that lets you know Nas that. could have killed anybody else. They yeah. would have done, okay? They would have been you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be able to stand up. Like you gotta have that in your in your your go to. You gotta have that in your bag. Like if somebody steps up to challenge you to a battle, you gotta have that. Look at LL. LL is is nothing but for the ladies, and he he has one or two joints here and there. But LL can go to the streets too, yeah. and. All, I couldn't think of all the way up. That's I, but I just kept so. <laughs> well, but, but I was just go ahead. E. But I'm saying minus that. And Nikki's point, right? Like I said, like people think of Joe, they think of anthems, right? But right. for me, records. but for me, like I, because I, I was talking to my own boy uh, Will out in Baltimore, I was telling him as soon as, I, and I didn't even say that. I didn't even think about no lean back or, or all the way up. You know, the first song that I thought of was the John Blaze. When he when that beat drops and Joe's yeah. verse was crazy and I'm sitting there thinking like that's the Joe that I wanted that 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 I needed to hear because Joe had features that he did on other people's stuff Deep that he cover. came exactly. what yeah. that, but that's what I'm saying you put those up deep cover with pun there's nothing Josh putting up I don't care what anybody says that deep cover that whole thing right there the the beat both of them going in on it like. Yo, and Remy killed Remy killed puns verse. Kill Absolutely. Absolutely. So I got a question for you. Uh is Murder Inc. on like without Ashanti, is Murder Inc. big? If you take what? Ashanti out, is that still a label? Ja Rule is the biggest out of that label. Ja Rule, y'all listen to me. He made CDs. Out that we can play from he, beginning to the end. He, Joe can't say he put together collections no, like that, y'all. No, I'm, we're not even talking about Joe anymore. We're talking about Murder Inc. as okay, a label. Murder we're Inc. talking about if you take the does Ashanti make that label? Ja Rule makes that label, y'all. We can call him corny all day, but I'm a music fan at the end of the day. Take I'm, away 50 Cent anthems. Ja Rule almost borderline. Well, no, we can't compare him to some the dominance that the dominance that Young Money had when they came mm-hmm. out consistently. That was the that when Murder Inc was was on it, Ja Rule curried Murder Inc the way that that um DMX curried Rough Riders. Right. Shanti, you can throw her out, but you can't take out Ja Rule. Okay, okay. so you you take Ashanti off those records. Can you throw anybody else on those records to make them as big as they were for Rule? Throw anybody on there. Ashanti can't yep. sing. I love her to death. And I want to take. But these are these these are these are like he played like eight songs with Ashanti. I want to take Ashanti on a date, but Ashanti, you can put anybody on here, okay? And you know, and she she definitely got did wrong too because I don't know if you guys knew, 
<laughs> like, listen, that's the sound bite for this whole damn See? show right there. We, oh no, we definitely gonna make, we definitely gonna make that a clip. We definitely gonna put that is clickbait all day long. Right, your songs nah. are trash, but uh... I love, no, I love Ashanti. Stop, y'all. Listen, I'm a big Ashanti nah, nah. fan. Don't get it twisted, but I'm being real. No, no, I, I agree. Look, Ashanti got she got some hits. Uh, my thing is, if if you replace, so that's what I'm saying. They did her kind of wrong because if a lot of the people don't know, Ashanti was doing J Lo's vocals. <laughs> listen to "I'm Real." Listen to um, the other joint, um, "Ain't It Funny." Mm-hmm. That is it's J the 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 minimal over top layer is J Lo. <laughs> Everything underneath is Ashanti. I mean, we, we, I mean, we we got that. We listen to say that she like her pen game is talented, right? As far as doing that, but as far as you saying you take her off, the, the, like does that the, does he hold it? Yes, he still holds the label down. The thing with the Shanti was, I think that she, and and again, it's always that nostalgia. Like we have to almost kind of do our homework. Remember when she came out? As far as when the R and B kind of like female thing was popping at the time. You could have put somebody in their place. Like again, you had a little Mo kind of doing her and Fabulous collaboration was was dope. Like you couldn't you couldn't match them two up. The other thing that I'm thinking about is you could have really at the time picked anybody out of the R and B female pool and put with Ja just because they hold a tune, be a part of that hip hop status, and it still would have ran. Whether it was you know, anybody from another group that was breaking up or just anybody who had um, a, a visual at the time. And it still would have been a rule song, like at the end of the day, because it was all about him kind of being the thug serenading, you know, it's to the murder. <laughs> right. it's murder. You could have put anybody on there. Okay. Kutab, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? I, and you, you give me all these lead ins. I don't know what you want me to say. J Lo has. <laughs> Ass, I don't know what you would say. What I don't know. Yeah, listen. I, I mean, Shanti has it. Don't get get it twisted. Like she is a star. Um, I good, think bro. she's an amazing artist because I don't think artistry is just about being able to blow and sing. You know what I'm saying? She has it. She's a legend in the game. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. But Ja Rule, Ja Rule is that person for Murder Inc. When I think Murder Inc. The first person I think is Ja Rule. You get what I'm I mean? I, I, so, uh, look, I get know? that. I get that. It it was just I'm uh, giving you a. Uh, I'm playing another side here with that question, just to see because she, I mean, she is definitely tied to a lot of those, those the, the records that he played. That's why I asked. Because um, yeah. he put of, her on too, though. That was smart of uh, Murder Inc. to keep it into the Murder Inc. family. Like, absolutely. Like, like that was like, strategic. Remy, Remy is Terror Squad. Like, you know, they all had. I mean, Rockefeller did. They had a meal for a second, but then they, after she left, they never really filled that. Then they just kind of dissed her, whatever. Okay, sticking on the sticking on the the verses effect because this this came up after, and this is, this is a really good kind of kind of question here. So because of the verses we just got, um, JD said he came out and told Diddy, "Let's let's do this. Like you and I, let's get in. Let's do this versus thing, hit for hit. Let's go." Diddy, on the other hand, responds by saying, "Nah." Your arms are too short to box with me. I want Dr. Dre. Now we know, and and it's so funny. Like literally, uh, when me and Nikki chimed in at nine o'clock, I was Fat Joe did a live with uh, Snoop, Diddy, and Jermaine Dupri, and like Swiss and Tim were bouncing in and out of that. 
but I was t- I'm telling people, people see Diddy and all they think you know is Biggie. It's a cl- lot closer battle than people think it's going to be. As Jermaine Dupree has been at it since he was 16. Jermaine Dupree and 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 Puff don't make beats. Puff Puff Pause. Puff's name is tied <laughs> to the label. Pause. Get him, Nikki. Get him. Pause. Where were you going with this? At first, I thought you was going somewhere. I'm, let me let you. I'm gonna let you finish, and then I'm gonna get you. I'm, I'm getting. I'm scared about to get you. Go ahead. I'm, 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 I'm all for it. I'm, we, me, we can go. Let me know when you die. Let me know when I'm, you die. I'm, I'm just this. telling everybody <laughs> how close this battle is going to be. It won't People even be say, close. It will. People think it's all about. Yes, and JD. Let's go. Oh, oh, let's, let's come off of this. Go ahead. Let's... Wait a minute. First of all, go ahead. look at my face. First of all, and listen to me. Okay. First of all, and Diddy is one of my idols. Okay. Diddy is one of my idols. Let's don't. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with Diddy. There's nothing. He cannot carry that man's shoes. Okay. JD, I don't care if he was at it since he was six years old. Do you know? What do you mean Diddy don't make beats? He don't have to make beats no more, but you know what beats he did make? Murray J. Blige. That's Chucky family. Thompson. That's Hitman. That's the Hitman. That's Chucky Thompson and that's um Stevie J. That's no. Stevie J. That's no. Chucky. That's the Hitman. Listen, did you? Puffy you turns him? the knobs up and down. What? Chucky oh, Thompson. Look at the my look at the my life documentary oh, on Amazon. Chucky Thompson and um Stevie J were all bad boys. They they were the Hitman. Mace wrote. Mace wrote everything. Oh my God! Do you Ma- not know what Diddy do? do? You you don't know the legend of Diddy? Do you not I know, know the legend, legend of Diddy? Of Diddy. I, matter of fact, I even play. Y'all might not listen to stuff like that, but just the other day, me and me and me and my lady that I'm dating, we played the whole Danny D Kane. We rocked the whole Danny D Kane alone. Danny oh. D Kane, even if I want to go to making the band stuff that he made. I ain't even got to go back to the to the Murray J. Blige's and the Usher. And the, are you crazy? Do you know how many people would be who they are if they didn't mess with Diddy and he didn't pull uh, out there? Look, Diddy will make a superstar. Diddy, Diddy, got, Diddy, Diddy, Diddy is the hustler. Nikki is hot it's, over look, there. She, and this is the point. Diddy, Diddy calm me down right here. I'm a Diddy Diddy. Let me call. Let me call myself. Then calm down, Nikki. Yeah, exactly. well, we can, this is why yeah, this is a debate. This is why this look. We can. I'm trying to tell you. Wait. Okay. Diddy's name on. is tied to a lot of big records. Okay. A lot on. of big records. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Let me. Let me. Let me play. Let me play referee on this. One, Go ahead. Go on. So listen. We when this when that happened, the three of us, you, me, and CB, had the conversation about it, right? And you said exactly what you. There said. you go, babe. This is. You said this is going to be closer than you think it is, right? What 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 did I say after you said that? What was the first? Do you remember the first thing I said after that? Because you know me, I've got you got to be, you have to be very strategic when it comes to this, right? Right. Are we going strictly off of just being the producer? Are we talking about? Cause you know, every, cause then somebody was like, well, you know, they both had their own like moment where they came out with their own personal, you know, like JD had his own album, his CD or whatever like that. Him and him and him and Tim got got cuts. What was that lobster and shrimp? You know what I'm saying? But Diddy got the he got some cuts on his own. My thing is, 
it's a whole lot of catalog. It's, it's a it's a big ass catalog that both yeah. of them have to that literally like old school, right? I wish I had it because my pop still got it. I mean, you talking about remember that big ass black book that you had to unzip and you had like mm-hmm. about fifteen CDs on each one, and you had like I feel like that's what both of them have. You have to. I mean, how can you really identify? Oh, I got you, John. Oh, I got you. That this is anything less than I. And again, Nikki, I'm saying I believe you Ooh. in that. Diddy definitely got it, and I think it's because if you look at the caliber of the person that he did it for, compared to the JD that only has a his his market of his person. Be is careful. Not his, no. The brat. Let's go through them. Name them, y'all. From your but, head. From but your that. Head. But that's what I'm saying. Like, get, don't get me wrong. Like, so the brat's first album, and then she had sprinkles after that. Whereas, if you talk about a, a total of one twelve, that was a that let's was go. a run. Let's let's go. Let's go escape. Let's go. Hold on. Let's go escape. And and let's go escape. Let's go jagged edge. Okay, listen. Jagged edge. You right. I give you. I give you those. Let's go usher. Let's go usher. Let's go, Mariah, Mariah, Diddy, Mariah Diddy, Carey. Diddy, wait a minute, Let's go, Mariah Diddy. Carey. Yep, see, hold on. She, she would have never got to Usher had Diddy not got to Usher. Do you not know that? Exactly. I was no, about to say. Let's go I get that. Bro, I get that. I get that. Okay. I, I could look. It don't. It don't matter who introduced you. Who who did the hits? No, it's not. Snoop, introduced, Snoop introduced Bow Wow to Diddy. <laughs> no, that's not the same thing. That's the same thing. It's the head to head. But no, he respected Jay Z though. Like, like, listen, he got to battle somebody Chris else. Chris Cross, did he not it? Chris Cross, y'all, come on now. They had three yeah. cuts, and that was they it. were they were innovative. They with their pants backwards, but that's but, who we remember them foremost. But if we but, talking about musical legends, come no, on. We now, didn't baby. say legends. We just talking about hits. Like, well, did he got legends? How we were we were young, rocking the Chris Cross. We remembered that. I ain't never do that. I was too fly for that. I don't know about y'all, but we I wasn't wearing my... And I we don't have to wear your pants backwards. You know jump when they come on. You know so, jump when they come on. Okay, hold on. So, But that what we were doing was, if you go by the artist that was in the catalog book of each one of these, right? Like you said, you got the... But I, you also have the one where you kind of mix because you you got Mariah that would that had cuts with Diddy or that that has that as long as as well as with JD right so you so you you if you intertwine that because clearly you are gonna say like when you said Usher like you had to know Usher also has the Diddy cuts as well like that's just yep. that's that's automatic now yes is uh, Confessions automatically is by itself you can damn near run that whole album and he gonna have to come out with his you know with some haymakers. Mm-hmm. But again, what I said was the artist that was under Diddy for that time had a longer span of run than I feel like JD had with his artist and what he did. That's just me. Because we you you canceled out, you got escape, you got jagged edge, but you got 112, you got total. If you play the biggie on, on Diddy's side. Who is who is JD's biggie on his? And that was one of the questions but, on on the live. They was like Fat Joe asked J- JD when he goes the biggie because you know he's going to go to Biggie. What are you going to play? And JD said his answer was the South. So he got something. He oh, he's already prepared. You, you know who you know who you know who is who is Biggie is not trying to be funny. Bow wow. Bow wow. 
I I'm being that. for real. Bow Wow is. That. But like, listen, people laugh. I am a Bow Wow fan. He is corny <laughs> as hell. But let me tell you something. That man is a legend. That man There's got nothing wrong kids. with Bow Wow. There's nothing wrong with Bow Wow. He corny as hell. Bow. I love him though. He's corny <laughs> as hell. He always, he always do some dumb shit that make it hard to be like, oh, I'm a Bow Wow fan. And then tomorrow he gonna go do some dumb shit and make me look dumb. Okay? That's just who he is. Right? Yeah. Get, but, my... Look, it's not as easy as people think. And then JD brought up a good. So there has to be rules when they when since they are producers, they have to define the rules of what music they will play. Because JD brought up a good point. A lot of people didn't know. Not all Biggie records are tied to Bad Boy. Facts. We know that uh, though. Get get money. Play his anthem. All that. That's not under Bad Boy. But but all not no label no artist everything is tied to one thing. But see, this is the thing. It can't. This has to be a battle of not producers. So I, I saw somebody chime in and say, "Oh, Diddy doesn't produce." We never said that he was the biggest producer. We didn't say this is a producer battle. This Facts. is a label battle. A That's label battle. So nope. To me, it's not many people that compare to Diddy has a talent like no other to be able to find talent. <laughs> so and go to if, if we're right. going label for label. Bad boy is is the label. If we're going to label anybody that was signed under Diddy is tough. But if we're going for me, and then that's tough too because No Way Out is probably in my top ten albums of all time. But we all know Biggie wrote No Way. Biggie and Mace wrote No Way Out for Diddy. All he had to do was say the words. That happens a lot though in the industry. I know, but I'm just saying. Beyonce, Beyonce, you know we know Drake, Beyonce, Neo, Drake, Carrie Hills, we we know. Uh oh, that's that Cali stuff. I, but no, I get it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's you have to define the terms when it goes into a battle like that. Like, when it comes to moguls like that, yeah. you have to define how we're going to do this because Diddy is at an unfair advantage. I mean, he, he has the bigger label, but he has, he's at the unfair advantage of having those records under him. He all he had to do was he he was just executive producer. I mean, he he paid for the studio time, whatever. Or he didn't have to do much. To get his name associated with that as being, oh. yeah, you not like, respect on Diddy name. Like, I'm, 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 I'm definitely, I'm, I'm giving look, him all the, last, the respect. Look, yeah, this the is last, all respect. The last, the last train to Paris was dope, like to me. What? Still, like. Listen, from from beginning to end, give me a five, E Rich. <laughs> give me a five, E Rich. No, seriously, give me see, a five. I need that, a virtual five. Put your hand up there, bam. But that's what I'm saying. Like, see, Cleo, like you lit. Like, this is something that before we chime in, and that, like I said, I thought about it. Right, I started writing it down. Like, literally going back, listening to all these cuts that both of these. Like, it's gonna take so long for us to really remember and be like, oh shit, I forgot this or for this one or that one. That's why I feel like it has to have rules. You have to say if this is just under the label, then and you can. Then that's you what have Jermaine Dupri is saying, which is yeah. fine because. Like I said, to make now, it to now, figure it out. Now, you know, the reason why the phone cut out is because I, I haven't said anything about the West Coast and my phone was like, the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I, have to, I have to say, you already know. Everybody, like, you bring Dre into this. He's not going to do it. He's not doing it. Snoop already confirmed Dre. It don't interest Dre. It doesn't interest him. But just to think about what he what he has his hands on. And for, Diddy, Diddy and, for, and for Diddy to automatically think that that's who I want, that's, I, I, that's a head. They call Dre Thanos uh, when that but, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Dre. Dre is like now, but to me though, I would rather see Dre versus Bad Boy than I would rather see, you know, you know, 
JD, but the funny part about it is that JD would be a, a easier listen because the stuff that Dre is going to put out exactly hit you with the R and B. They say if you want a party, you do Bad Boy versus uh, So So Deaf. That's a party. Dre, no, 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 no. I disagree. No, 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 no. If you want to party, be in love, have a heartbreak, like you got to think about the R and B side that Diddy got. He got pop. I'm talking about pop that like, and I don't like pop, but he got some nice ass pop. That's they got the pop, and JD got the pop. Dre got the culture. I'm being, I'm, I'm saying just straight out culture. I'm not just saying like Diddy them tap into other people's cultures, but Dre. Yeah, I'm like to growl. I don't know how though. <laughs> if I do how to growl, I would have growled. This so, so, I think we all agree it's going to boil down to on the terms. Yeah, of what of, of what we play and how we, how we are associated to the music that we're going to play. That's what it's going to boil down to because every if you look at um like the deep like the uh, track details on albums now on any songs. There's like 40 producers on on one track because half of it's sampling, or you know the person was in the room. That's how Swiss was able to play when him and Tim was there. He was able to play the um, the Kanye joint off of Pablo, the first one. Um, it's my favorite track too. The first track off of Pablo, and Tim was like, "You you produced that?" He was like, "Yeah, I was in the room." Uh, I mean, his name and his name and Swiss's name is on the credits of that though. But because there's so much, I get it. Because I don't know if you guys have ever created a song. I don't know if you guys are into music. But sometimes, oh, yeah. like, like I don't know. Like, guys, like, if you do, you do me. I'm sorry. But no, like, no, no, no. Yeah. Shameless plug. So <laughs> me and CB got out. I'm sorry. Uh Nikki, you gave you let you you lay right into that one. Damn it. Did I listen? Did, listen. listen. All, all, all listen. streaming platforms, all the way to Aspen. Listen, uh, it's a okay, dope track. Listen. Check us out. I'm gonna oh, yeah, check I'm it out then. I'm listening. Thank you. I'm just learning something new. I really am. But I mean, you know, <laughs> sometimes it's like it's like a, like a t- it's like it is a team thing. That's why I tell people about well, people that don't know about music. If I can come from a different angle, I'll be quick, y'all. But if I can come from a different angle of how I feel about verses, to me, it's usually two legends against two legends, and nobody really wins because, like, all of them have been so impactful. So even if I put Diddy versus JD or or Dre versus Diddy, like, they all winners, and they just got fired. Yep. It's just a celebration. It is a celebration, but like you saying, like it's a whole bunch of different people that's on the the track now because legally people got to get paid because sometimes people is like ten different people that contribute to that song being great. Everybody got to get paid. You feel everybody's publishing the setup different. Like literally, if if I'm in a studio and Kanye is making uh, College Dropout and I'm on uh, All Falls Down and I tell him turn that up just a tad. It'll sound better in the left ear. I get product. I get credits for that because I uh, I contributed to that track. That's how they break it down. Yeah, and, and that's it's, it's crazy. I Listen, mean, and let's be honest. A lot of your favorite producers nowadays. I was telling E, um, just in general, ain't none of them really producing their music anymore. They all got a team within the house, and they it's like the pyramids came. Everybody, but let me work, and I'm taking the. I get the credit. 
it, I mean, it comes over time, though. I mean, we talked about this way back when, when you know, when they, they had the Isley Brothers and they did their their um their verses, right? And how they talked about how they wrote the music, they you know, all, how they handled it. Oh, you know, he was like, yeah, Ernie did that one, and everybody's looking like, damn, Ernie did that one. Like, yep. we would have thought that was Ron, but the at the end of the day. A music head is going to love the collaboration of any like mind that comes up with a dope ass. Because one of my favorite writers is Brian Michael Cox. Mm -hmm. He is such a dope ass writer. And it's like, we almost miss out on some of that stuff because we have writers that come out as artists and they are trash as artists, but they need to go back and just be in the lab and be the pen. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is. Who would you want to see Brian go up against? I, I would. I Brian would got him. some hits. He's got. He's got. He's got a lot of Trey Song stuff. Um, I, I need to. I, I need to put him up against uh, the Dream because I think the Dream is is is. Uh, I think he has a lot that a lot of people don't don't know that he contributed to. I mean, that, but, but over Neo though, the Dream. Yeah, about the, the dream. reason why I, the only reason why I say Neo is because Neo was already a part of a part of one. So you kind of already know his catalog. What I'm saying is the Dream has a catalog that people miss. Whether it's the Rihanna, whether it's the Beyonce, he, the Jay Z's, yeah, he can tap into those, and I think people are gonna be a little amazed that he was a part of well, those tracks because he had that. Once he came out with his, then it was like, oh damn, let's look back at what he did before he even dropped out with Shot Is the Shit. You know what I mean? Neo, he got classic CDs too. I play his mm. from beginning to the end. Dream, Ooh. Neo and Dream would be a good battle, uh, or yeah. uh, Neo and Carrie Hilson. Hell, you could probably you could probably throw Drake no. in there too somewhere. Nah, I can't throw Curry Hilson in there with Neo. Why not? Curry Hilson no, wrote all the Beyonce Dream. stuff. You did. Curry Hilson wrote Neo. all the Beyonce stuff. I love Curry Hilson. She's a listen. She's a yeah. legend. Beyonce killed her career too. She did a job. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Nah, you, you gotta stay. You gotta about. stay. You gotta stay on the pen. <laughs> you gotta stay on the pen. When you write for Beyonce, you gotta stay on the pen. <laughs> listen. Uh, I mean, between I mean, Carrie and Neo and wrote listen, most a lot of Beyonce stuff. Listen, um, when you talk about killer for real. Listen, hell, Andrew. Are, listen, she was out here. Um, damn, what was it like two or three years ago at the uh, the L.A. Uh, like the Taste of Soul for L.A. And when I tell you, the crowd looked pretty bad, and everybody was looking like we just want you to play that one song that we all know you from. And I was just like, Pretty Girl Rock. Well, I didn't join with Kanye. Wait, and Neo. Is, is, is that only only song that y'all think she has? Y'all not no, 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 no. no. We know, oh. we know, we know she has more. But what I'm saying is, when you talk about the way that Beyonce killed her career was oh, off yeah. of that, and it's like as a performer, you almost see that she don't get the that that fan affair like she did when she right. did come yeah. out right then. And oh there. yeah, yeah. And yeah, he yeah, was I like, yeah, that. okay, we in here. Yeah. All that, but then all of a sudden, Beyonce was like, yeah, that's so true. Godly. She right. was with Chris Brown, like remember the duet they did in the video. She can that dance. Way. She, she had some. Cool. She had some stuff. She has some stuff. But again, like it, it's hard to be the pen and come out and have your own career, and it just don't hit the same way. But yeah. uh, speaking of <laughs> what we're doing this weekend, I don't know. Here we go. So <laughs> DC Shy Pie, the official <laughs> pizza of the We Are Something Else podcast. If anybody, if you never had DC Shop, I mean, let me show you this stuff right here. So we got steak and cheese, we got the salmon pesto, we've got the that's probably sausage and pepperoni. Then they've also got the the uh, 
bread pudding. They've got the new DC Flats, which is the Georgetown, which is uh, the gy- a gyro pizza. Then the Big Chair, which is chicken and mambo sauce. Look, if you want, if y'all want pizza this weekend, look, use our discount code WRC10 from the DC Shop. I get ten percent off. Shout out to Grant, all those people doing wonderful things out there. Awesome. <sighs> yep. Check it out. DC shop out there. Uh, right, listen, listen. We had them on for the Black Business series when they were fizzling, and they listen, just, Nikki. There's there's some instruction that go with that pizza. It's 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 a small slice, and then go find somewhere to take a nap right afterwards. <laughs> October first, exactly. I can't eat it, so I need to go ahead and check that out. Uh, so I yeah, you may want take it now. Um, yep. All right, and speaking of which. All right, Nikki. So you've probably seen the lineup when I sent it to you. <laughs> this is the part of the show. Is it just E? This is everybody's favorite. This favorite part. Oh, here we go. What's this? Say it. Hey, come on, Kotapa. You say it. Just type it in there. <laughs> I know what you want me to say. I'm not going there. My mother's watching, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, this is the part of the show that everybody loves because this is where E is going he's gonna to state an opinion. Sometimes unpopular, sometimes very popular, and <laughs> we're just gonna we're gonna go with it and feel the room, see how they feel about it. Uh, shout out to everybody first who uh, who purchased the uh, lemon pepper wings is trash uh, t shirt. You did? Well, I, I didn't purchase mine; it, it was sent to me. But shout yeah, out don't to worry the- about that. <laughs> 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 well, anyway, uh, like I said, I appreciate all of y'all. You know, we are uh, working on the next line, uh, trying to figure out what's the, what's the one that pissed everybody off after this one. Um, but this week. You know, I thought about it, right? You know, we're getting ready to get into the holiday months. And, you know, uh, we've talked about holiday foods and, and stuff like that. But this is one that I feel like we talked about the the best of. And then I got to believe, you know, this this verse has really got me going. And I think this is a good one. Um, I, I believe highly in this one. And I don't care what anybody says, and uh, which I never do. Uh, but this week, this week, uh, Nikki, you are a part of whether or not is it biscuits or dinner rolls? Biscuits over dinner rolls, right? So my thing, here's what I'm going to say, and everybody else can hit me with the fuck you eat and all of that, and I don't care. Uh, but biscuits are overrated. Biscuits are overrated because they're hella dry. If you, everybody, the 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 classic joke is, I guarantee you, you can't eat a biscuit from Popeye's by itself without drinking some some type of liquid before you die of eating that shit. As good as it looks, the biscuit has always been overrated because you have to add something to it, right? Now, Cleo's gonna be the stickler for this, and he's gonna he's gonna add something to it, whether you put of some course. honey or whatever. So I'll even raise you strawberry that, jelly. Right? I'll raise you, right? The cinnamon butter that goes on a dinner roll hits completely different than when you put it on a damn biscuit. Okay. Texas Roadhouse. Okay. Thank you all day long. You can sit there and house the whole entire rolls before your damn meal get there and be like, I'm all right. We can leave now. Right. So is it just E 
Or is the dinner roll better than the biscuit? <laughs> the biscuits. Hmm. So, that's a question to me? Yes. Nikki, yeah, we're first. going around. We're going around Robin. So, can I say this? It depends on what you're eating. Absolutely. Me, I want a biscuit with my breakfast. I want a biscuit with some fried chicken. You know what I'm saying? I want a bowberry biscuit sometime. Oh, my God. Bo what you do to a bow biscuit, you can't do that to a dinner roll, okay? <laughs> you understand me? But but if I'm having some salad and a salmon, I want a nice roll with some butter, you know? There nice you dinner. So it all depends on what you're eating. And I'm, I'm sticking to it, God damn it. I'm going to stick beside <laughs> I'm going to stick beside both of them. Where you at, Cleo? Hey, look, I, I totally agree. Uh, with Nikki, it depends on where we're going with this. Like, when I go to Chick fil A, I don't see no sausage and cheese uh dinner roll on the on the menu, it's always with a biscuit. So, if we're going with breakfast, uh, depending on the time of day, yes, that uh, and then let's be, yeah, depend on time of day, and you. Yeah, depend on time of day and what, what no, we're doing. Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 because I know no, because you're about, to tap you're about to tap into where I want you to go with this. And, it's, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and it really depends on where we're at too. I mean, down south, facts. biscuits and gravy are huge. I mean, you know that kind of See, that kind of. Is, well, I told you he was going to do it. That's why I wanted you to say it. Right? You're adding shit to it. What we're talking oh, yeah, about is a plain ass biscuit and your plain ass dinner roll. Right. I don't want no plain ass dinner roll. Leave it, okay? Exactly. We go there. No, I understand that, but what I'm saying plain is when you eating it by itself and you're not adding the, the like he added a whole meal of <laughs> of gravy and biscuits, right? I get that. You you're not gonna put no gravy on no Hold dinner on. rolls, are you? My my man just he just he just took it. He's right. Red lobster yes, biscuits. You don't need biscuits. nothing. Come on. There you go. Ooh, okay. Easy okay. There you go. Okay. Okay. So let me. So give. So let. So so <laughs> hear me out right now. Hear me out right now. And this should have been what I should have said. The the uh the dinner rolls at what was the spot again? Texas Roadhouse Texas with Roadhouse. the cinnamon butter, or the or the or the the Cheddar Bay biscuits from from Red Lobster. Cheddar Bay biscuits. Bay biscuits. You cheddar Bay me? biscuits. My no. Cheddar like, Bay biscuits. <laughs> they sell Cheddar Bay biscuit mix in the grocery store. That's how good so that what? shit is. Oh like, everybody, so what? Exactly. You can so get it without what? going. To... No. Now the one <laughs> here, this nigga, he, he go this one right here. This is this look, this is the same nigga that go to Zaxby's and get fried mushrooms and salad. <laughs> Neither one, but what are you on keto diet? No, it's different. He everybody goes to Zaxby's for the chicken tenders and what the, whatever else comes with the Zach's the the Zach sauce. We went out there, took a, a hour drive to the Zaxby's in Virginia, and this nigga ordered fried mushrooms in a salad, and they looked at him like we really don't have that shit here. It's the, it's on the menu to make it look. To give you the option, we don't have that shit in. Like, what is this? He literally waited longer. I, I was done my meal by the time his order, order number one, came up because somebody literally went to the grocery store and bought that shit, or went to the Wendy's and got that shit and cooked it. Like, no one, they were shocked. No one ever, like, we really don't have. Listen, all I'm gonna say is. The dinner roll, I think, gets. Oh my God, get him out of here. Boot I like plant based too, though. I was vegan for like three years, so I'm with you on that, brother. 
we we cool on that, and that's what I said. You really have to put. Hold it on, in wait a minute. Though. Tell them about that plant based uh, te- uh, cinnabon you took down yesterday that you put in the group chat. Get out of here. Plant based by when he want to be. Get out of here. Come on, come on, Rashad. Come on, I'm calling you out, Rashad. Let's let's, let's come call you out. Can we get another chip challenge on here? Him and you need to go back in our, our, our archive. Uh, Him, Rashad, well, he was he was um brother love something love at the time wherever he was he was going by a different name so don't be confused uh him and um quintuple did a um the what's that the the, the one chip challenge on the show and that was one of the funniest episodes that we've had to date still so we got to find another challenge for them i was saying the jelly bean challenge but yeah. there's another, there's also another chip that's floating around out there too. Either that, or we definitely got hit him with the hot with the uh, the liquid fire noodles. You know where the shit look like blood when you pour it pour it on you. So. See here we go too. He he's starting to to break shit down like the Diddy talking about. I, I produced this hit. Sitting buns are not plant based. What are you talking about? The flour, grant like grounded it's not down. plant based. Yeah, let's go. It got butter. I'm, I'm, I don't go know. there. We not gonna go there. And, and, and technically, money does grow on trees, so it's all that <laughs> shit. It's all love. It's all love. Listen, I know how vegan enough, but we not gonna even get there. Let me shut up. Can't, I mean, don't need go. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> Vegetarians, nothing. Let me shut up. By choice. It's all look. It's, it's all oh by. It's, 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 yeah, I'm it's, about to get Nikki started. <laughs> it's, by, it's, it's all by choice, right? <laughs> So look, it's, it's all love, brother. Uh, brother Rashad, it's all love. All right, so this is the part where we talk about shoes. We just got oh look at that oh wow oh you jumping the gun you jumping the gun you jumping so since you're new here um just in case you didn't get from that 15 second intro what's getting ready to happen not that. All right, all right, let me get my notes out here. This is normally CB segment. Uh, so this is why I say, CB, what you got for that? Uh, this week's uh, soul swap, and he'll the story will pop up. So, this week for soul swap, um, eBay eBay is doing something really big for sneakerheads. Uh, they're calling it the inside drop. So, eBay is, and all you have to do to participate for this is just list a pair of shoes. To be sold through eBay. Now eBay is is actually amazing. Me and Ear, you know, we we deal with another. A lot of people deal with this other place that that, that sells shoes that takes uh, money from your from any listing over a hundred dollars. eBay don't even anything over a hundred dollars. They don't even hit you with a seller fee. But uh, th- what they're doing is they're giving twenty five people uh, opportunity to get some of the most coveted grails that's out there. I mean, you got like the fragment ones. 
you've got like the Pharrell NMD, uh, the hiker joints. Um, but all you got to do is just list the shoe to be sold and it automatically enters you in there. And then like the, like, they're going to randomly pick a thousand people to still win like a $25 um, gift card through eBay. But yeah, this is a chance to get some heat. Like eBay is doing something big because they just, you know, sneakerheads and they, they, we need a, we need a, some type of love here and there. I mean, not dealing with bots or just the opportunity to get something for free that you may not have had before. And let me take that back. I don't know if it's free, but it's an opportunity to get the shoe. Mm-hmm. You're that much closer to getting the shoe that you may not have had. But yeah, they got the fragment ones, uh, 25 pairs. Um, so yeah, it, it's already happening. Like I think it started two days ago, and the last day it ends on the 24th at 11:59 p.m. So all you got to do is just list the shoe to be eligible, and they're gonna randomly pick. So I think this is good for the culture. Give me your like. These are some grails up here. A lot of people probably missed out on or that were hard to find and that maybe didn't even make it to the public to be sold. So I think this is dope. Anybody got any comments? Nope. Excited about it. Uh we'll see. We'll see about it. I I'm 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 always skeptical because again, this is um shit that us sneaker hasn't been talking about for years as far as right. like trying to help the game out and for us to 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 kind of win over the bots, like for them to be like, oh, we we cracked the code now. It's like until somebody else cracks the code, and then they're like, yeah. So let me show you how this doesn't work for you. You know what I mean? Or how the bots still win? Or you know, oh boy, is gonna be posted up with you know a thousand pairs of shoes behind them. You know what I'm saying? Selling them anyway. So we'll see. Right. Yeah. Thanks. It's a good opportunity. Something different. Okay. Uh. So for that copper drop, CB, what we got? Uh, so this week, <laughs> we got the Nike Air Trainer Saquon, Saquon Barkley. So this is a shoe that um, Nike and Saquon have t- teamed up to do. It's got the deconstructed tongue, which seems to be on a lot of shoes these days. That That's the kind of like the, the off kind of uh, manufactured look that a lot of people go for. Uh, they got like an off-white upper base, uh, multi-color accents, and then the logo on the tongue is the 26 N um, the Saquon logo, but then like the black eyelet, I don't know if you can see the, the little black slash on the side that's supposed to represent the, um, the eye paint that Saquon, Saquon wears on the field. So uh, they come out October 8th. The uh, price point is going to be 140. So I think uh, I, I definitely like it. Um, it's a switch up from all the Jordans that we take L's on or the dunks. Uh, I think it's dope that, uh, and then actually Travis has a, a trainer that's that's coming down the pipeline, but who can, we're not talking about Travis right now. But uh, it's a dope shoe, dope colorway. Uh, I would definitely be taking a stab at uh, trying to cop these. I'm glad they want 40 and not 200. I think they look uh, Absolutely. You cop or drop? Cop. Cop, yep. yep. I, I, hopefully they're, they're easy cop. I don't know, I mean... Yeah, I think that's gonna be the that's gonna be the telltale. Is you know, it's almost like you don't want people to talk about them, so you can cop them. You know what I mean? For the real sneakerheads that are out here, that's I like it. I like the silhouette of the shoe. Um, I I, I see where they're going with it, right? It's almost like they kind of they can use Saquon almost like the Barkley. I mean, not Barkley, but uh, as the bow. You know what I mean? Just his yep. his his makeup, right? You yep. know what I'm saying of 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 who he is and and how he's uh, presented in the NFL. Uh, kind of like that freak of nature, and we haven't seen that in a while. So um, I'm all for it. And the colorway goes with this shirt. Yep. <laughs> dope, dope. Okay, so now we're at 
Uh, we're at that point. This is a shoot and tell. This is where we bring a shoot to the show. We'll spotlight it, you know. So, you as the guest, Mickey, you have an option of going first or you can go last. Uh, it's totally up to you. You tell us what you want and we'll make it happen. I think I want you asking two gentlemen to go first. <laughs> All right. Got you. So, uh, e, I will, I'll lead off since I always find a way to go last. So, right. this, this week... When I, when I show you the box, you're already going to know what it is, but you won't know what it is. Okay. So everybody knows what that that one that, that one box looks like. Uh, yep. What's on the inside? So. Classic. Classic. Classic shoe. Bread toes. Breads. There we go. Got the little thing on the side right there. Boom. Uh, they've been worn a couple times. Yeah, that's it. I mean, can't go wrong with those. Can't go wrong with those. They go whatever. They actually go with the shirt I got on tonight. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Everything's about wearing what you got on. Product placement. There you go. You can see the box. You kind of know. I know. I'm, I'm waiting to see what's on this. I know see that box. I'm going with this with this box though, right? Uh, shout out to Nike for screwing me on the uh, gray fragments uh, <laughs> that was supposed to come out. And they kept kept telling me uh, there was an error. There was an error. So this is the win that I think they gave me because they knew they had effed up. Uh, but we're going to hit them with this. Oh, fire. We're going to hit them with the, the number the number, the number number 12. No, that's, not, that's the number 14. Uh, I was looking for the number 12 because I was looking at the the, uh, the chart. But uh, these is these is these are hard. Like yep. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. Up uh, up close, they look even better in person than they do on that big ass page where you see all 50 of them. Um, very clean. And like I said, it's 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 a couple yep. ways that you can probably like handle this. Um, I'm I'm excited about this one. Not even Vir- Virgil Virgil rarely misses. Those those are those are miss. Those are dope. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even mad at it. Like I was really kind of hating it, hating the fact that I probably knew I wasn't gonna get a pair. But the simple fact that they are what we talked about—you uh, don't know which one you're gonna get, so yep. it just randomly comes to you. And then once you open a box, it's like surprise. So yep, yep. here we are. Go. All right. Last but not least, what you? I mean, you've got like twelve yeah, shoes she, back there. Right, she was already. You already pulled she exactly. Like four Jeez, shoes already. Can I do two? They do what you want to do. You just gotta go for it. Uh, go for it. What you got? Oh. Baby. Classic. Classic. Oh, there's an earthquake going on. Uh-oh. Is- That's a good one. Uh-oh. 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 Is Cameron shit shaking? <laughs> Is he that serious? Oh, he about to get me for table. No, between the door jam. See, we good? In my ass on the East Coast. Yeah, that was a good one. I saw the uh, the uh, all them palm trees don't pay off sometimes. I don't know what that's beeping. I'm gonna figure it out though. We good though up here. Nothing, nothing fell. Is he for real? Yeah, dead ass. That was probably yeah. about a. That was that was a good. I I I give you five. I say five three. Whoa. How often does that happen? It, just, it randomly happen. I mean, you typically were asleep when they happen, so. Damn. Yeah, yeah, we good. Damn. Oh, okay. All right. Exactly. Oh. That well, 
That's our first uh, earthquake we no. experienced on the on the show. Yeah, definitely don't show that though, because everybody's gonna be like, he's definitely from there. Because I did not follow any of the rules that they tell you to do when it starts to shake. I just been a part of them so much. I'm just like, oh, all right, okay. <laughs> I, 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 okay. I thought you was I getting was ready good. to get between the a door jam. Nah, I mean I'm right by desk. I would have fell underneath the old school way they told you to get underneath the desk. Yeah, but, uh, at yep. this point, that was a good shaker. Though. It wasn't a rolling one where it rolled, but that was a good one. He rich for CNN. <laughs> uh, all right, all right back up. to Nikki. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Nick. Yeah, we're not gonna take away from your moment. Let's let's do it again. Let's let's show show you show you heat that you just showed. I put them back. I just put my earmarks up. Oh my god, that's another. Hey. She showed like four shoes tonight. There you go. Hey. That was perfect. That listen, was listen. CB would miss out. Me, me and CB are very uh, much into the uh, Air Max One uh, uh, silhouette. That's a. Uh, that's that's almost like a staple for me. Like you gotta have multiple colors of that thing. So that was nice. That's yeah. dope. Okay. Well, look, we appreciate you for chiming and joining us tonight. It was we had a, a great show. This was amazing. Thank you. So, very last minute. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and we definitely look definitely want you back. Um, we'll talk off air uh, once we once the cameras in about other stuff I was telling you about. But uh, thanks for everybody for watching. For sure, uh, we got a couple people here tonight. So look, like and subscribe if you haven't done already. Um, you know, like and subscribe to our YouTube page. We normally we're back on our regular time next week, Thursday nights, nine thirty, because the NFL games that night stink. So <laughs> no one, no one, no hey, one wants. You know, had two torches so far. The me. last two weeks have been good, but I, I, I look, I went in the future and looked at the schedule for next week, and it's like Texans and the Bengals. Yes, why? I think we're safe. I think we're safe to go live. Um, oh, the com some of the comments are subscribe uh, are late. Yeah, like subscribe. A N T, of course. Uh, earthquake. Yep. Man, that was a real earthquake. Uh, Mom, Moms. thank you for watching. Good night. Good night. Shout Good night. Out to um, oh, please. <laughs> she didn't hurt worse. Yeah, she didn't hurt worse. There's been there's been worse. There's, there's been worse worse than tonight said on the show. But yeah, thanks everybody for watching uh, next week back at Thursday night. Um, again, thank you, Nikki, for joining us. CB will be back next week. Um, so we'll get to hear all about his vacations with an S. But uh, that's it, y'all. We got something else. Yo. Peace.